Welcome to the Team Builder Show, where the most successful team leaders share how to build, scale, organize, and ultimately maximize your sales team results. Have you ever thought, what would it be like to get into the mind of someone that does 3,000 real estate transactions a year, a billion dollars in volume, managing a huge team across an entire state. Have you ever imagined that, like that that could be you? Well, today, that's my guest on the podcast. George, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? Thank, Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, man. Thank you. So, so George, for the people that don't know who you are, we're going to get into the backstory and the dynamics and, you know, what, what George is magnificent at is solving problems. Like if that, if there was a superpower, yeah, I think so. Like, you know, inevitably in business, we face so many different challenges, so many different right. problems, but like breaking it down, you know, you get in those meetings, you've been in them like, okay, guys, what problem are we really trying to solve right. here? Right. Let's right. not just get caught in the minutiae of the day, get caught right. in like this group thing. Let's yes. make sure we're solving the problem that we have. And today. who, and who are we solving it for? for are we exactly, trying to solve it for right? us, for customer, the consumer, for, yeah, right? For Both? team members. Like yeah. what is this? Let's stay focused on it. Yeah. But then also how does it have impact? in other parts of the business, yeah. right? Like, yeah. well, who might this affect? Too, yes. Right? So it's so interesting about just the way you just opened that. Like uh, I was conditioned early on by all my mentors of, of your income is in direct correlation to the problems that you can solve and the value that you deliver to the marketplace. So true. Right? And if you look at so Peter Diamandis, who I get to spend time with, he's like, hey, the bigger the problem, the more money you, you wanna yes. make a billion dollars a yes. year? Solve a billion dollar problem. Agreed, right? right? And, and that was some of my disconnect sometimes in this industry is you go to those big conventions Conventions is nobody's talking about the consumer's problems, no. right? Like, what is the biggest challenge the consumer faces? And those are the those are things we try to answer on our team, or also always circle back to that, right? right. Like, hey, we're doing this, but does it really does it does it ease up the consumer's pain points? What are we doing to help with that too? Okay, so I think we need to unpack your yes. your past for okay. people to understand. Okay. I mean, you know, you know, we're just coming out of a mastermind group of all these legendary people. We're talking about high level leadership stuff. The listener might not, right now might be saying to themselves like, okay, this is this could be overwhelming. Like, I'm I'm selling thirty nine homes a year, and I'm the number one agent yeah. in my office. This guy's doing three thousand. He's not going on that many appointments. He has scaled yeah. himself and his wisdom and his insight. Is that fair? Fair, yeah. But take us back to the very beginning. 16 years ago, you and Jennifer. So, in, uh, in, were you guys in Phoenix? Were you in we Scottsdale? Phoenix. So, Jen and I, uh, both bartenders, students at the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, people okay, are coming hold on. in. What is it about bartenders and real estate agents? Like, it, I, I think I'm, it translates really well. So I I'll agree. My top four salespeople were all ex-bartenders. Is that where you recruit now? That's where I go. Like, <laughs> at, if I'm going to the bar, I just tell Jen, hey, hey I'm going recruiting. <laughs> I'm not, honey, I'm not That's really a, yeah, going exactly. to have drinks. I need yes. some more salespeople. Yes. And Rockstar, I mean, they know how to connect with people, right? right? They know how to problem solve. Oh, yeah. One. Oh, yeah. And they're quick and on their feet. And they're multitasking. Things. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, yep. I love it for yeah. uh, for recruiting yeah. options. So. Uh, Lindsay Delisau said the same thing about people that work in restaurants, like servers. Restaurant, same thing. Yeah. Same, same yeah, exact I understand thing. it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So 16 years ago, you and Jen go into real estate. Yep. It's 2006. 2006. Your timing uh, was fantastic. It, it, it looked good. Like it was sexy, right? At that time. Uh, we, uh, I, I'd actually, it was kind of a little bit of dumb luck. Um, I was going to actually flying to Remax, uh, for this quarterly meeting mm -hmm. and, uh, I just got my license. I was like, it's like the, the launch off of the new agents. Yes. And, uh, the gal sitting next to me was talking about foreclosure properties. And I mm -hmm. go, you know, I've been seeing more pop up in my neighborhood. Like I'm interested, like I love segments of industries. Right. I like, I don't necessarily enjoy the retail space a ton. And I was like, okay, well this segment, I love a segment of the industry. And so she was talking about how. 
they'd signed up for something and da, da, da. I'm like, huh, well, there's always a convention. There's always something right. to go to. So right. 2006, Jen and I together, we did like 13 deals. Right? Yeah. 2007, we ended up going to Rio Mac with my partner then, yeah. Scott Gibson. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we, I think we landed Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae at Rio Mac. Okay, did you have any idea no how idea. big that was? No idea what <laughs> I'm like doing. Zero idea, right? How did you guys like get fake them? it? I don't know. Well, so, they saw your wife, they were yeah, like, yeah. She's, she, she knows yeah, what she's yeah, doing. She it. knows what she's, she's doing. She's yeah. smart. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we ended up landing a couple of big accounts there. At that time, we had probably had five listings. Yeah. By fourth quarter of 07, we have 150 listings, right? Yeah. Peak point, um, 2009, we we're at probably 600 assets being held by from yeah. 14 different institutions. Yeah. Um, that was a very like operational team. We had a team right. of 25, very operational, transaction management oriented. Yep. Um, Clean up, new, organize, yep. manage the construction, yep. pay for everything, yep. high margin. Right. right. It was. Yeah. It was. It's a great for an operator. It's a. It's a great uh, right. role. Right. And yes. so. Um, 2012, like we knew it was going to shut off like a faucet one day. Sure. And so we've got to pivot to retail, yeah. right? And how are we going to do that? Yeah. Um, basically dissolved uh, the team that we had for REO, um, started our retail brand in 2012, and then grew that, this more traditional real estate model, yeah. team model. Yeah. It was just me, my wife, and an assistant at that time, one agent. Um, and now we're to what, 150 agents? Yeah. Um, okay, four, but there's some, okay. yeah, let's there's unpack. Some there's, there's, okay, there's, okay. And then, yeah, and then two just to say, 10, yeah, 150 yeah, agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so one of the things I've always respected the most about you is you truly are a great operator. And that a lot of people talk about operational excellence and you see some CEOs of large real estate companies that can operate these businesses. And that like, that is his super, like solving problems and then integrating it into the business and organizing the steps and making sure that everybody's empowered to go do it. Like yep. I'm, I'm obviously very like excited about this. So here's the thing, you went from two to 10 but then you got introduced, was it like 2017? You, so at what yeah, point, so, okay. what, what, pre-meeting the Zillow group? So pre-meeting Zillow, um, I was at 10 agents, eight, 10 agents. Yeah. And where was the business uh, coming TCs. from and how were they it doing? Was, um, lead generation, right? So yeah. Zillow ad spend, AdWords, Facebook. All the traditional. Uh, all the traditional yeah. stuff, right? Running through our, our Boomtown CRM, right? Mm -hmm. Inside sales, mm -hmm. one or two inside sales members. That was early uh, for ISAs. Yeah. It, well, I've been following you for a long time, right? So. <laughs> um, and then come 20, gosh, was it 2017? I remember. So I'm uh, talking to my Zillow sales rep and they just announced, I think it was Inman, New York that year. Uh, they announced that they were getting into the buying business. And I, right. and I saw that. I'm like, you look at open door offer pads models. You see there's a really great top of funnel seller lead generation, right? And I was like, you can't buy them all. I just yeah. want what you don't buy. To right. have the opportunity to list, right? right. And so scheduled a meeting, had a few conversations, and then uh, the Zillow team came out, and uh, I got to meet them a little bit. So uh, founders, um, Lloyd Frank, Stan Humphreys. So it was a really great meeting. Right. So this is 2017, and they go, "We're going to send you some more leads." I go, "Okay, all right." So I probably need more agents, and so I went from 10 agents to 50 agents. Uh, 2017. So 2017, 2018, and now to where we're at today. Okay. So, so let's, okay. Let's just stop for a second there. Yeah. Are you that good? Or are you just that lucky? Um, I, lucky, I think. No. So I, it's identifying I, opportunity, right? right. And then you're going all, you're and, then, and then going all in on it. Right. So, um, prioritizing I think yeah. is super key. And that's what, 
there's always more great ideas than there's a capacity to execute. Yeah. Is it sits on my wall. Say that, say that again. There's always more great ideas than there is the capacity to execute. So yeah. staying really focused in what your priorities are, yeah. but also knowing when you see an opportunity, what it takes to seize that opportunity. Yes. Right. And so sometimes these big opportunities come along that you have to push pause on some other things yeah. and be like, I can't tackle all of this. Yes. Here are my focuses for this quarter that I'm going to stay very committed to, but I'll be damned if something big comes along, I'm going to pivot for a minute and decide if that's worth it. We're going to yes. fire some bullets, right? That's why yep. I say, we're like, hey guys, we're always firing a bunch of bullets. And then once one of those really hits and we think it works, we're going to fire the cannonballs, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So let's back up. So you get Fanny and Freddie yep. because clearly you, there was something that you guys said to, the, to those managers. They said, okay, all right, we need somebody in Phoenix. Yeah. Here's 300 listings. So, because that's how it worked back then. Yeah, it, was, so it was nuts. You're talking disposition, right? Or, yes. And somewhat property management. Mm -hmm. um, if you can talk, just like these, you know, the funds coming in and buying in, in the Phoenix market and stuff, like if you can speak their language, yes. understand their language, um, you've got a good chance of capturing the accounts, right? right? Um, if I can talk dispo, if I can talk, yeah. um, at that time it was like understanding, I'm just, I got to learn the jargon here, right? right? Cash for keys, um, proactive asset recovery, right? Yes. Like these things that you, you're like, all you got to do is flip that through you didn't, DS you, there was, News. There's right? nothing in the real estate no, licensing test that gave you this. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So you're just, I'm trying to learn more <laughs> yeah. about that right. specific segment of the industry and then talk were intelligently Were you doing it. that recon with Jen before you got there? Yeah. So it was, so at the time uh, I had a partner, Scott Gibson yeah. and he's like a savant in that kind of stuff too. Yeah. And uh, just talking through um, what we need to know and what it, you know, how to speak that language. Mm -hmm. um, he was really good at that. So like, there's always a convention, there's always right. a magazine or newsletter or something and like DS news and do your homework, or, do your homework. Right. Exactly. Right. Know what you need to say. So let's go back to the meeting in 17, yeah. right? So you're there. I mean, you got Lloyd, who's the co-founder, yeah. right? And clearly because of the REO background, like you're able to say, I was managing it, it, X, exactly, I know what right? I'm doing. So what I think, so understanding the jargon yeah. in, uh, in REO days was really what captured that. Yeah. Plus Scott's resume for property management um, was the other thing that really kind yeah. of solidified it for us. Yeah. Now the REO resume solidifies the Zillow relationship, right. right? The Zillow relationship solidifies another relationship, yeah. right? And it just keeps building. Not to be there. named because there's some hot new relationships. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We'd be like, beep. Yeah, exactly. Beep. <laughs> um, but go back, go back to, you, I, I can just imagine, because I mean, I've been there yeah. as an entrepreneur, like you're sitting in the meeting and they're like, we yeah. would like to do this. And you're like, I can do that. In your yes. mind, you're like, Shit. I have to go hire this many people, yeah. organize, and like, and, and I'm you're like, not really I've, even sure what the structure looks like, right? Yet, right. So we got to get sit down and brainstorm and like right. figure all this stuff out. Um, so what was the meeting after the meeting? So so let me. I'll, I'll, tell, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you about the meeting. So yeah. it's it's a it's a Tuesday, I think, and um, a good friend of yours, Austin Allison, yeah. uh, calls me. He's like, Hey, we're going to be in town uh, Friday. We'd love for you to sit down and just kind of tell us about the nuances of the Phoenix market. Like yeah. help us understand the yeah. transaction a little yeah. bit better. I go, great, I'd love to help you. Um, come on in and uh, who's gonna be there? Oh, by the way, it's gonna be Lloyd, Frank, you know, founder, yeah. Sam yeah. Humphreys. Chair, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I'm like, ah, okay. okay. And what and what do I need? Do you want a deck? What do you need prepared? Yeah. They're like, no, no, just be prepared. And I'm like, shit, now I gotta prepare for everything. <laughs> and Lloyd's brain's like a supercomputer, hey, right? Yes, so yes. he's gonna ask eight Brilliant, million questions, right? right? Yeah, exactly. And so uh, we sit down, and the first thing, uh, you know, we just start talking about 
the real estate transaction. We start talking about the Phoenix market. Uh, we sit there for a good, you know, four and a half hours just going through different nuances of the transactions yeah. and and how we can scale, you know, and uh, and you were basically tank in the matrix, and they plugged into you, and they're like, "Tell us everything about Phoenix." Yeah. They just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel in that moment that they could have said thank you and gone someplace else? Or did you feel a connection that like, hey, this relationship's going to work? I felt it. Yeah, I felt a connection. Uh, or, or would it even matter? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, for me, it was. it's always been a good partnership for yeah. us, right? But I mean, like, OfferPad was already in the market. Open Door yeah. was already in the market. They really were the the third to jump in. Mm -hmm. And I remember when that was happening because, you know, watching, watching just the movement of their business. Yep. Um, but like that's... Did you guys sign NDAs? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And we so we but we could talk about stuff. Y yeah. Now like, that's maybe we, I should have we, asked we, that first on. in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, no, I've done other well, legal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've given this story in other interviews with yes. Zillow. Yeah, okay. So. Just yeah. yeah. All right. So so but go back to you're sitting there and an opportunity hits and you're like, okay, we need to add potentially forty new salespeople in short order. So let's talk about that. That's Recruiting. Model match agent, right? Mm -hmm. Recruiting initiatives. Do I need a recruiter? Mm -hmm. Who's going to onboard them? Do I have enough software to manage this? Yep. What are the leads going to be like? What do we need to say to actually convert them? Yep. How am I going to do the commission splits? Do I have space? Who's going to pay? Yeah, I mean, stressing like, me out. I forgot about right. Stuff, yeah. I mean, but like, but for the person listening, like, <laughs> yeah. that's that's what go. Yeah. We just had a, a company call us and say we would like to turn over X number of agents, and I'm like, that sounds great. Except in my mind, I'm like. I need to now go hire all these people. I'm mm -hmm. like, I can do that for you in like four months. Yep. And they're like, four months? I'm like, because here's what we got quality do, control, right? right? Yeah. Like I have to do it yeah. the right way. Yeah. Walk us through that process. It, uh, for us, it always starts with what is it? What do, who do we think we need, right? Yeah. And what do those job descriptions look like? Yep. Um, what's capacity per person? So my mind always goes towards an org chart and yep. workflow, right? Yeah. Like, okay, what is the org chart for this? And there's very traditional, I mean, you can go, the, we're not reinventing the All wheels. All of this is google Exactly, right? right? Like, I wanna is, make that these, point clear, these right? These are sales industries, right? Yes. This is yeah. uh, this is how business is done. So uh, we're gonna model it that way. And so, mm -hmm. okay, I do need a recruiter, yes. um, but I can't hire a recruiter yet. So this person, 70% of their job now becomes recruiting, right? If you're my sales team leader, sales yeah. coach, like yeah. I need you to focus more fully on recruiting yep. and somebody has to carry carry over and handle the coaching and the day-to-day -day KPI stuff. Right. Um, and so it's just figuring that like, who do we need? Okay, who can cover down in the interim? Yep. And then what's the key hire within yep. this too, right? Yep. Okay, this is the most important hire that's gonna unlock the next level for us, right? Yep. Then this is the next one. And then this is the next one, right? And so um, sometimes that's filling just with the the inside sales portion of it, right? right. And then the manager comes after. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes you need the manager first. It just right. depends, right? But I need I need tactical support. Yes. We'll put a leader on that the, later. The interesting right? thing like, about good yeah. managers yeah. is you can't hire you can't hire a good manager and ask them to build too, usually, right? Yeah. But you can build and then hire a good manager. Right. So, right. Or build with them. Build, build with, with them. them. Right. I, I built plenty and then put somebody in charge. Exactly. And then you yeah. then you put somebody in charge and you're like, when are they going to do something? Yeah. Not all of them. For <laughs> like my team might be listening, like, hey, is he talking about me right now? Yeah. Yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> um, so so you take on that relationship, but you have all these existing, you know, you you already have business going. Yeah. So so it it would be fun, like for the person listening right now or watching, imagine if imagine if 
you're you're doing 15 or I think about like one of our clients, Carolyn Young is a good example. Yeah. So she's a Remax agent out in Maryland. She goes to a Tom Ferry event. She sees Tom Tool, who you you know you yeah. met over the last couple of days, and she's like, she went to the conference saying, I am a 20 year veteran. I make 400 to 500 thousand dollars every single year just working my past clients in Sphere, and she was pissed. She's like, I'm so sick and tired of watching these people leapfrog me. I'm going to this conference to find one thing I can do that could double my business at no cost. Yep. Now, think of, just think of the logic of asking that question. Tom Tool's up there and he's like, expired listings. This is what I do. This is how I do it. And he's like, I do all these other things, but like specifically yes. that. Yeah. She goes back and operationalizes just that one thing, goes from 450 to a million two to like two eight to last year, $4 million. I love it. Right? Yep. And she's like, this is bonkers, but we know there's a scaling process. So mm -hmm. the person listening right now, maybe they're at 25 or 30 transactions, maybe they're at 25 or 30 transactions a month. If all of a sudden you take on a new opportunity, walk us through that process again. You said job description, workflow, but go more detailed. Like give us an example of it. Um, hey, ready? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, Tom Ferry's gonna buy uh, 80 homes a month from you in the Phoenix Metro. And I know your business, you're already at capacity. You have no one that can take that on. Yep. You're not going to say no. No. So I'm saying it. yes. Uh, <laughs> right. So for instance, if we're going and looking from like an acquisition model, yes. we need to purchase 80 homes a month, yep. right? The first thing I'm thinking of is like, what is, what is the model, right? Like yep. what, are, what do we have to do? And then what are the who, what's the job descriptions look mm -hmm. like? Once again, the um, org chart, but I'm really getting down to like, I can understand people's capacity, right? Like if we're, for an acquisitions team, um, how many offers can you write in a day? I've got to understand yep. your KPIs. I've yep. got to understand um, what what the avatar is for that person, yep. right? Like what's going to keep them driving. Comp plans too. Like I'm going to go in and we're going to start just reverse engineering everything we can. Right. If this is the end goal right. here, let's say end goal is a thousand transactions next year, right? Yep. From this one source, call it Flex or call it something. Whatever, right. Like, right. Okay, let's reverse yeah. reverse engineer yep. it into say. Okay, how many do we need in? How many leads do I need in? Yep. How many I, I, inside salespeople do I need? Right. right. How many do I think they can handle? Mm -hmm. How many product leaders do I need? Right. Mm -hmm. um, how many agents is it going to take to facilitate all of that? Right. How many TCs do I need? And yes. then I go, okay, but I don't need those all today. No. I need them by when? Yes. Okay, we need to hire this many agents or onboard this many agents to the Flex program, right? Do you ever do like a visual? Of like, okay, so we, my my future state is we added, and he's saying a thousand transactions. Yeah. Like the person watching or listening right yeah. now might say adding ten, yeah. and it's but it's the same, yeah. right? It's just it's at his same. level, a thousand's a thousand, ten is ten, right? It's yeah. it's just you're adding, right? You're at capacity. How do I scale more? Do you ever do like a future state and say, here, I'm at a thousand, and what it looks like. And then what does it have to look like in January yes. and then February and then March? We break, like, everything you break it that down way in quarterly, right? Yeah. And so um, whenever we have an idea or we have a new subset of business, mm -hmm. a, a, an ancillary, anything yeah. along those lines, it first goes into a, a shared Miro board. So okay. I don't know if you operate anything out of Miro, but no. it really is. What is just, Miro? Is that something? Miro is like, it, um, it's it just where you can share mapping of different things. Oh, right? it's like so the, the mind map? Mind mapping okay, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff, so it's right? like mindmapping.com. Yeah. And so it's yeah, just yeah. another one of those. Got so we'll, we'll, Those are killer, I'll, by the way, because it's a visual. Exactly. Of, it's a visual. Here's and, everything I, and I can we throw think. out any right. idea, anything that I'm concerned about, right. anything that I think is the most important. Yep. And then we segment it out and my operations people are in there, Billy Hobbs, my director of ops, you know, Justin McClellan, yeah, yeah, like these guys, yeah. like they're they're Rain Man, right? Like right. They'll get in there and they go, okay, well, 
what else do we need to do? And then I'm just like, they're yeah, rain men. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they are. They get in and like, it's like, yeah, but George, I definitely you drive. I'm this? a good driver. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I think when you say <laughs> like, that. Yeah, I know. They're, they're like, okay. Well, George, what about this? Is what you're saying. Yes, yeah. right. And uh, uh, we all get in there and we just start plotting out ideas, right? right. Like, okay, what, are, what else do we need here? Yeah. Um, if this happens, what, what, what do is, we do? Yeah. And if that happens, what's what going to be our biggest and, hurdle? Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's the first step. Like yeah. that's super helpful for us yep. to just kind of get stuff dumped out so, before we do anything else. So you do a, you do sort of that visual mind map of mm -hmm. every possible good, bad, worst case scenario, yeah. it sounds like. Correct. Do you think every agent should do that before they I, even start a new initiative? Anything. Like, hey, like I'm going to start a geographic farm. Yeah. You're, like you're, you're changing CRMs, right? Like oh this is a goodness, problem, exactly. right? Like what all, what I, shit, I didn't think about right. all these people. Now I've got to get them to opt into the new, right. new database, right? right. The new platform, right? right? And you so, mean I can't just dump them in and, and they're automatically, right? yeah, yep. like, those things, those are questions I would put in this Miro board. Right. And then we're all working together. We're like, okay, well, what are some solutions here? Right. Yeah. And then we'll sit down and we kind of go through that. But yeah, definitely just mentally dump. Yeah. Whenever you have an idea, you have a new segment of your business, you have a problem, Put it, put it there and yeah. collaboratively work together on it. You know what I love about that? Uh, so shout out to John Wesley on my team. So John is like the unofficial Wikipedia of our business, yeah. right? Like he's been with me for 12 years. He has never deleted an email in his life, right? You know what I mean? So literally I can say, hey, what did I do on stage at the 2009 summit? He's like, uh, the theme was, and Gary Vaynerchuk was there and right? he'll like awesome. tell the whole story and I'm like, Yes. But what I like about what I'm hearing, it's, it's different from maybe today we use Asana or Monday yeah. or Trello or, yeah. or any project management tool yep. to have starts, all that stuff archived. Yes. So, right. that, it, but the mind mapping, starting with, you know, mirror or something and then put it into Monday. Once you Correct. create your actionable oh, items. Oh, no, no, for right? sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I'm I, just saying just the archiving yes, aspect of it is because yeah. then it's like, hey, have we done that before? We have. We, exactly. Right? Hold on. We got a mind map yeah, for that, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. Like that's, be, hey, oh, hey, we went from this CRM it, to that CRM seven years later and now we're into another change. Didn't we ever do a project like yeah, this before? Yeah. What worked? What didn't work? Let's look at it again. You talk about building, you know, the flex conversion model, right? right? Zillow conversion model. You go, okay, all that started out in a Miro board. Right. Um, all of that now is a very, you know, systematized process yeah. um, that we can go back to and say, okay, well, not this, then this, Yeah, it looks exactly the same. Can I ask a random question? Of course. Do you, there's gotta be some mad respect and there's also gotta be some like death threats because of how much business you do in your marketplace. And death threats is strong, you know what I mean? Like, like they're like, screw that guy. He got the REO account, then he got the Zillow offer account, that went away, right? Yeah. Then he got Flex and you do all this other stuff and you have all these other channel partners and all this like, but you're so yeah, ch you're yeah, so, you're so I, chill, like yeah. I don't um, I don't get a ton of death threats. Okay, uh, no, do you get some? I'll tell like, you though, like Phoenix, you know, um, but you know, is like competitive for the, for the person listening. Like, let's be clear. No, I, a million. I'm sure agents, there's people out there that don't like me, but right. But I mean, I, I oh, you know, like Tom, the the rumor about I cannot say the woman's name. Like she literally said, the rumor about me is I sleep with all my sellers. I'm like. And I said it in front of her husband. He's like, well, that explains it. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, you're not getting any, but she's, and she's like, she's like 65 year old, like mother Teresa. Yeah. Right. But agents create rumors around people that are wildly yeah. successful. Yeah. How do you I, deal we, with that? I, honestly, like I eliminate the noise. If it's out there, I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, I've always tried to be really good and understand like the holistic aspect to our business. Like, right. I, I believe in karma. I believe in all that. Like, hey, I'm going to treat everybody great. Yeah. Even on an exit from our company. Right. Um, 
treat the consumers really well. And honestly, that all comes back. And as competitive of market as Phoenix is, it is. And some of the top teams in the country, I get along with all of them. Right. That's like, key. There isn't many that. That's key. Say, yeah. I mean, I've seen it because we yeah. spent time together. We're like, you know, other other mega teams, yeah. and you guys are like, "What's up, brother?" Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I respect that. Yeah. Right. Because I, I just, I think we both come from a mindset of like, there Abundance. is enough there's for enough. everybody. Yeah, right. Just, enough. but like, I hey, want you, my unfair share. Of course. But there's enough of for course. them to have some too. So, so you're we're talking through like the mind map side. So mm-hmm. if you if you identify all the potential problems and challenges and on that timeline of future state, here's what it looks like. We're adding 10 or a thousand transactions. First, it's a mind map. Mm-hmm. Then what's next? Project management, right? So, um, and then ownership of each one of those items. So this is when we would say, okay, we've got it to a point where um, we know the challenges that may come. We kind of have a good idea of where we need to go. Yep. Now let's operationalize it. Right. Um, you can go... Uh, one, three, five, you could do, we, we just put it now in project management and Monday board, um, assign timelines and assign owners. Yeah. Right. So if the key is, um, for this, we, you know, for this account, we knew we were going to have more agents. Well, we've got to recruit more agents. Well, there's gotta be ads put up. Right. So right. we need ad creation yeah. and, and, and do <laughs> top it. of funnel, middle Boom, of funnel, right? bottom like, of the and funnel. And so, and right. here, who's doing this mm-hmm. and yep. by when, right. Mm-hmm. And so that's the way we set it up. And Monday's been an amazing platform to be able to do that on. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Monday, Asana, Asana Trello, they yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Today's show is brought to you by Sorry. monday.com. No, yeah. no, I don't care. I mean, I don't, I don't care. It's, but it's funny, like, you know, we're sitting inside these masterminds and it's like one person's using this, this and, it's, and five it's, more people say, yeah, that's what I use. Then someone yeah. else goes, no, I like this one. Cause it's like, do you like Mercedes or BMW? It's, it's, yeah. Apples, apples. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're using Something. project management, we're yes. happy. Google yes. docs. We don't care. Yeah. So. One of the questions I know that people are going to be asking is if you if you go to today's state, right? And and you're at, you know, 3,000 transactions, a billion dollars in in sales volume, which is just bonkers, right? Like so for the person listening, I'm going to give you a little a little rundown. I was sharing this with George earlier. So so from all that we can document, it might say all Steve Murray, Stefan Swanpool, all the sort of, you know, real players of paying attention to these killer data points for us. They say there's 54,500 teams in the US. Yep. Of that, 45,000-ish have less than like five people, right? So it could be like, you know, mom, it, it's you and Jen and yeah. one buyer's agent, yeah. right? Like that's a perfect example. And there's no right or wrong in this, just giving the data points. Then there's like 7,000-ish that are, have between six and 15 people. That includes admin, support, transaction management, maybe a videographer, a bunch of salespeople, the team lead, maybe their spouse, whatever. And then there's only like 1,600 that have 16 plus people, right? But we, we think there's like 22 that looks something like you. And and for the record, he's not a broker owner. You don't own no, your, no. you own your business, Correct. but you you don't own the brokerage. Yeah, we call it like teamerage. Teamerage, right? Teamerage like, we've been hearing yes, that phrase exactly, a bunch. Yeah. I mean, so you, you live in such a rarefied space of real estate, right? So I, I just, I want people to get that. I want to dummy it way down for a second. Okay. Cause your, your skill set really is problem solving. Okay. Like that, like I just, I said it in the very beginning. It's one of your superpowers. Let's play a game for the person that's listening right now who is like, okay, I'm dreaming of one day, maybe doing 300 transactions. And right now I'm doing 30, yeah. right? It's, it's one of the questions I get all the time on Q and A on Instagram. So, so I'm going to ask you some of the questions that I get. Okay. And I want you, I'm oh, going to, I'm going to, this is going to yeah, be hot yeah. seat, right? Okay. And you could, you could like, I can go, that's bananas. <laughs> let's go. By the way, this is my new joke. That's Tom Ferry. This is Yoda. Do you see it? <laughs> I see it. Totally Yoda. All right. So, so they asked me this, ready? So how do I generate more listings? Seller lead funnel is really, really hard to do. 
Um, I won't. So we can go the traditional routes like expires, fizzbos, right? right? But really, we found the best way to capture sellers is they start out as buyers, yeah. right? And having it's a, a sixty-four yeah. percent, some crazy yeah. number so like that. What's yeah. your buyer funnel look like first and foremost? And then, are you doing a good job asking the right questions? to make sure that you're converting those that also have a property to sell or the repeat referral mm -hmm. from your buyer pool, right? Yep. And so as you build that book of business, traditionally the the volume of listings goes up, right? They think of a tra trajectory of most real estate agents, mm -hmm. right? You start out on the buy side, right? but if you're not doing your follow-up, if you're not staying in touch with your past clients, right. there go your listing opportunities. Right. So we believe that if I'm solving that problem, I'm gonna start out, if I'm at 20 transactions, mm -hmm. I've done predominantly buy side. I'm going to continue to ramp that up, but really focus on my repeat referral. Right. Um, markets like Phoenix, expires, Fizbos are really saturated. Right. Um, we don't spend a ton of time in that, um, but we see it as a key of having a great repeat referral client care campaign. Right. Um, that's how I would solve that problem. So juice up your buy side. Yes. Leads. Yes. And the sellers will follow if you do the right things on the right side. So you and I answered the same exact way, which is okay. like like everybody says like I like I was early on. Yeah let buyers yes. basically help educate you to become a great listing yes. agent and like yeah. it'll mature you over time and you'll if you help enough buyers in the yeah. beginning you're gonna get there I just anyway. accelerate that right that's what i say like take your book yeah. of business, accelerate your book yeah. of business with you know flex is a great tool for that zillow leads yeah. realtor.com lead. like these are great tools to and accelerate zillow, building a book of business yeah. google, google facebook google ads, services right? ads like, facebook yeah. ads like there's it's endless yeah. right exactly right so many so what about um just on that same point there there's a lot of people in our camp that talk about um, if you really, if you really, really, really want to connect with that buying couple mm -hmm. to to have a more natural opportunity for the listing or even an immediate referral, do a buyer consultation. Mm -hmm. And yet the market is so frenzied. I'm seeing so many people just go like this. Okay, George Sen. Okay, I'm going to take you out this one house. Let's boom. Yep. And, and they never say, what are your non-negotiables? What are we really trying to accomplish? Has anybody taken the time to sit down with and show you guys? Yeah. So what, what, I mean, you have 150 salespeople, not all of them are, you know, you got them in different price points, yeah. some are on the listing side, some are on the buy side. What's your take on buyer consultation? Uh, so the way we think about it, mm -hmm. um, a buyer consult can happen, happen anywhere. We used mm -hmm. to push for it to be in for the sure. office, right? Um, what does the consumer want? That's right. the question I always try to answer, there right? What does the consumer yeah. want? They want to see a house. Yeah. Let's not be a barrier. Yep. To show the house. Yeah. Let's not be a roadblock in showing them the house. Let's just show up. Yeah. Right. Let's show up. Yes. Let's show them the house yep. and let's have the buyer consult there, build rapport face to face, and then convert. Right. Yeah. But you can have a buyer consult at the first showing. Right? right. We can learn more about you. Right. It's not about this house. We all know that. It's probably the next house or the next ten right. houses you're going to show them. Especially in a marketplace like yours, where correct. Yeah. On average, how many offer? How many different houses would a buyer write an offer on? on average with your team oh. before they get one before this market or so now, like this, yeah. I mean, yeah so i mean now it, it depending on the price point right sure, of, course, of course area and, and price yep. um but there's some that were in you know 15 16 offers yeah. uh writing before they actually get a property before yeah. they get a home yeah um you know it used to be one two offers uh you know you show them Seven houses. Uh, we yeah. write an offer on one of those. Back in the old yeah. days, when we had yeah. properties yeah. to sell. Exactly. And now, now, yeah, you're showing them forty houses. He's writing fifteen offers, and yep. uh, the agent fatigue and the buyer fatigue is, yep. is a real thing from that. So that brings up the, a question I get all the time on Instagram. So how do I keep my buyers engaged after they write two or three off? They fall in love with the house. They don't get it. They fall in love with another one. They don't get it. Yep. 
They kind of like one. They don't get it. We'd settle for this. They don't get it. Yeah. How do you keep that person engaged? I think, you know, building really good relationships is key, right? Um, building that rapport, understanding their needs, mm -hmm. understanding too, sometimes people just need a breath, yeah. right? Um, we saw that like uh, this summer, there was a little bit of fatigue, right? Yeah, we had a really low sure. point, um, second quarter. Uh, and then summer people, like they just took some time off, right? But stay in contact, like two weeks, um, doesn't mean they're not your clients still, yeah. right? Take yeah. a pause. I mean, you can still try heavy sales, but we're not push, push, push. Yeah. We, we just understand where they're at in their life. Take a break. Let's come back. Let's revisit this. And I'm still going to send you properties that I think might fit what you're looking for, yeah. right? Yeah. People want properties and we're going to continue to send them to them, whether it's our inside sales or our sales agents. How, what are your thoughts on... First of all, I love that because that's, I mean, that, that, I mean, it, it's all it, like, it, like, it's a better experience, man. And it's relationships. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, so my, my, the, the, one of the points I'm trying to make to a lot of people is even if there's nothing for you to show them or send them, you should at least just check in. Yeah. George, Jen, just thinking about you guys, you know, I'm scouring, looking, there's nothing yeah. out there, but know that I'm looking. I got your back. If you need anything, let me know. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I love that. It gets hard right? to scale. Like, it, it does. But it's, it does. Uh, you can, make it easy but it's not right. it's not uh it's not going to be easy to scale like if you're working with you know 20 buyers and what today's market a lot of our agents are right uh 10 15 20 buyers that's tough to do right it's yeah. tough to stay on top of yeah um, but good crm good database management yeah should be able to get it done i agree okay let's go to the next one we get ready so all right george i'm i'm getting a bunch of business going now i've got them under contract and I stop all my marketing generation, <laughs> right? Cyclical rich, nature. poor, yes, rich, yes, poor. Yes, yes. How, how, how do I become more steady and consistent? How do I, I want to well, provide that amazing client experience and yeah. this is a super important transaction for them. This is when we really, I stop my marketing. <laughs> this is really where we have to, as an agent, you, you've got to be working on your business, right? Instead of in it all the time, mm -hmm. right? And so how do we build that? Um, when do I do that? Dependability of, yeah your cash, right? Like how my- Say that again? So depend, like I wanna have a very durable p &L. like yeah. month over month, it's predictable in that sense, right? right? Like I, I can say, okay, this is, I know I'm not gonna have this up and down, yeah. right? My marketing's consistent, my follow-up's consistent. What happens a lot of times once we put a bunch under contract is we're really focused on, you know, making I sure- I exactly, what I have, exactly. right? Exactly, yep. and, yep. and um, having, good people around you that you trust, a good transaction manager, um, a good assistant, um, good virtual assistants. There's, you know, super yeah. cheap to be able to do that. Check in automations for- You're already going into my uh, next one. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, yeah. we call it the pizza tracker of the transaction. Yeah. Right? People want to know what happens next, right? And right. if you can get in front of that, you can communicate it through video, through email, through text message, and you can tell them what's next, what's happened. Like, obviously there's always, the one or two transactions you're dealing with that are just fire. Of course. But deal with that first thing in the morning, last part of the day, make sure you don't give up your time prospecting. How do, how do you help the, this person, Which the one? high eye, uh, right? Who is just like, you know, boing, 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 all day long, just about flowering around throughout the day, yeah. get them in front of customers, they kill. Great producers. Ask them to follow a checklist. Exactly. Right? exactly. Like it just, it's not going to happen. It, what do you say to that person? We spent a lot of time <laughs> working. 
on checklists. You're like, I deliver my team. Yes, right? I deliver the checklist to them and say, hey, guys. Because these people are amazing with clients. They're they're great. They right. convert. Right. But building a durable business yeah. is not. And so that's with my, I, I coach of the 150 agents. I coach the top 10 producers on the team. Yeah. Um, that is the conversation, guys. Build a business here, right? Yeah. If you're con consistently in the transaction and addicted to the transaction, you're not going to, and sometimes, you know, we don't want to go backwards on income, no. but sometimes you have to take a step back to move forward yeah. too, right? And so that's what I coach them on. I was like, what are we defining? How do you define winning? Yeah, right? how do you define Is success? It like, hey, right? I, I, you know, I closed 75 transactions on my own last year. I'm like, that's amazing. Yes. And I'm getting a divorce. Yes. And my exactly. kids don't know my name. Exactly. That's and I say winning. that jokingly, but, but like we true. hear that all, all the time. time. And that's why like I'm just coaching them for more balance right. and business principles right. along that way. And you just repackage it and say it differently yeah. <laughs> every other week, right? right? Like, hey guys, so let's work on this and let's break it down on what your quarter we're gonna move your business forward this mm -hmm. month, yeah. this quarter. And here are the th three things we're committing to, to move your business forward. Yeah. We're not talking about transactions. We know you can slay it in conversion. Mm -hmm. I don't like, great. I love you. I care about it, but I don't care about that right now. Yeah. Let's build a durable business here. Right. All right. So one of the questions I get all the time is like, when is it right for me to scale? And, and most of them are asking, when is the time for me to hire my first, first assistant? assistant. I, you know, like, can we just can we just like let, just talk conceptually for a second? Yeah. Most companies have transaction coordinators, or they have outsourced transaction coordinators that are aligned with a company that you can use. Um, most companies have a marketing department. Most agents don't use them, mm -hmm. right? Uh, there's VC, VC. Yeah, I'm thinking venture capital yeah. right now because I was in a different VAs. conversation. VAs, yes. thank you, VAs. And then maybe there's hiring your first assistant. Mm -hmm. What what do you recommend for people that are like? I know I need to scale because what they're saying, they're screaming, I'm out of time. Uh, exactly, exactly. And that, what we would do in this instance, right? So somebody screaming, I'm out of time, I'm out of time is, I need a needs assessment. Like, what do you, when you say you need help, like, mm -hmm. where do you think you need help, yeah. right? Like, well, I want somebody to um, help me with showings um, that can do this client event for me and mm -hmm. can uh, make sure my calendar's in line. I'm like, well, you're probably talking about three different you know, skill sets, skill sets here. So, <laughs> right. so let's narrow it down. Like, what are we yeah. looking for? Are we and, looking and are for they, Are these one-off or are these consistent? Consistent. Because exactly, the event's right? like a one-off. Exactly. And like, you can hire some, you can outsource so many things now, right? right? Um, outsourcing event planning, outsourcing. Yep. I mean, we can figure out a way for, you know, to pay somebody 50 bucks for showings and to yep. automate that, right? So um, that's where I start with them. It's like, okay, what do you think you really need? Yep. And then we break it down and say, okay. So, so for the person listening, should they write down like, like, what are the things I know I do that I do inconsistently? Yes. If I did at, them consistently, yeah, this would grow, right? And so that also comes down to your, like, what do we agree we need to do, right? I yeah. want to create more sellers. Yeah. Well, we 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 agree that um, moving forward through a great buyer funnel and creating a great repeat referral client mm -hmm. care campaign yep. is super important. If you're really bad at that, bring somebody in to help you with it, right? right? Like that's that's going to be the key in building your business, yep. and then we're going to decide that hey, this is the number one priority next quarter. So yeah. we're going to find you a virtual assistant that's going to be able to knock this out for you. Or we're going to, I'm going to, I know what Tiffany has a virtual assistant that she doesn't use full time. Mm -hmm. So why don't you guys share in that virtual assistant? Yeah. They both work on your client care campaign. Us as a team too, we're going to help you with this by this X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. Um, that's the way that I would look at it is like, what is a, you still got to prioritize it and then execute on it, right. but really setting it down to like quarterly objectives to move your business forward.
how do I hire my first salesperson and how do I train them? Oh, jeez. Um, go to the bar. Right. So that was, is there a type of bar I need yes, to go to? Yeah. I'm looking for specifics Mexican, here. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Mexican, Tequila, margaritas yes, definitely yes, are yes, the, that's a good, that's the gold. here in the great state of Texas. Uh, yes. Very easy. Yes. Yes. On every other corner. Um, yeah, I think, uh, know who you're looking for. Should, should you be hiring, uh, a mini version of you, the same person as you, someone different as you? I like the, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish, but for me, um, I initially, and this worked out well, was mm -hmm. attracting people that were like me. Yeah. Um, and they've they've stayed committed. We're, we're loyal to each other. Um, but where the business really started growing is when I started hiring people not like me Bingo. that thought differently than I did, looked yeah. at things differently yeah. than I did. Yeah. So it depends on where you're at, right? So if um, I'm just hiring that first, the first salesperson, one, I, I, I want to connect. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to go like this. <gasps> Katie and I have been friends for a long time. It, yeah. Katie's pretty friendly yeah, yeah. and you know what? Her car is clean. Yeah. So she must she, be she organized. Good. She's good. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. She likes houses. Yeah. <laughs> She's good. She can show a house. Right. Yeah. Is, is that the wrong strategy? Cause it, you know, sometimes it's just that they go to what it, is the most natural sure, and yes, easy. Yes. I, I still think either way, right? So if you're going to go to your friends, um, if you're going to go for a different personality type, mm -hmm. you just got to understand what it is you're trying to accomplish. Right. So, um, I don't think necessarily either way is wrong. Yeah. I think what is better is going after somebody that compliments you well, yep. right? So finding that person that's just a little bit more operational than mm -hmm. you are, yep. that can help fine tune other pieces right. of the business, making sure that you're, you know, you have your automation within your CRMs, mm -hmm. like you can do all those other things that you don't necessarily do well. Yep. And that would be ideal. But the first salesperson, like yeah. having somebody like-minded and same personality that you enjoy being around is pretty cool too. It is, Yeah, it is. I mean, it, you know, like I think if when I, started this company, my co-founder, right, is mm -hmm. Steve Almani, who also happens to be my brother-in-law yep. and the best man at my wedding, yep. right? You know, and, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And it was like, we could just talk about the business 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but our skill sets were very different. Yep. He was uber tactical on sales and marketing. And I was like, let's go create the content. Let's go do events. Let's do coaching, right? Yep. So, so there was that connection, but very different skill sets. I think about the number of clients that have, that have done um, without naming names, so, hey, I work in Silicon Valley and I don't speak Mandarin. Maybe my first hire should be a Mandarin speaking buyer's agent, trying, right? Yes, like, exactly, a different set of problems. Right, that, like, let's right. find a solution to it. Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. So, so there is a there's definitely the strategy of what is missing in my mm -hmm. business that this person could complement. Okay, so let's say once you get him in, what kind of interview questions should we be asking? That it's your mother. Yeah. Well, mom, <laughs> like, you well, know, or a so, friend or a pal, like so to figure I, this I'm, out. Like. Yeah. What I'm trying to uncover um, a lot of times in when I'm talking to somebody. So what we found, so we've disprofiled pretty much everybody yep. that's joined Why? our company. Why? Um, data. We love data. But but too, like we we know that certain values, certain, I wouldn't say even personality profiles. I think any personality profile can win yeah. in a sales business. Um, but what are your drivers? Like, what are your values? Mm -hmm. um, there seems to be some patterns in yeah. who succeeds or what's the who's one committed. Key, the one key value. I, I, I like winning. I like winning, right? Like, I have a yep. strong desire to win. Yep. And so, on a disc profile, that's the economic indicator, right? Yep. And so, 
I want people that are money motivated yep. um, in most positions, right? Yep. Maybe not my data analyst, but like, you know, for most of the positions in my company, like I want you to be motivated by, right. by winning. Yeah, right? we're a sales uh, organization. Exactly. Let's, it, it matters let's to grow, us, right? yes. And so that's what I, I'm trying to uncover that. So uh, DISC, you want to understand personality, personal, you want to understand what's their, about, what's their motivation, what's their, what's their motivation? value driver. Yeah, yep. I'm trying to what listen. What else do you want to know? I'm trying to listen for keywords of like victim mentality. Um, abundance. Yeah, so, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go there. When I ask them, like, you know, why are they thinking of making a change? Mm -hmm. And if all they do is bag on their last oh, team, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, it's not. I'm just going to be the next person you're exactly going to bag on. on. So, I don't want yeah, to be that next. guy, right? Yeah. Um, if they don't come up with, with solutions, right? Every, everyone listening right now knows that person yeah. that they have just been the victim and everyone else it's, is it's an the, idiot yes, or yes. wrong or have and you wronged can, them. And, and you you're like, don't hire that person. been wronged. Right. But there's a right way to say it too, right? Exactly. There's a right way to come across. Exactly. And, and uh, if all I get is scarcity mindset and victim mentality, or even small traces of that, yeah, um, I'm we're we're exiting, right? Yeah. Um, and then also from the disc profile, the other thing we we stay away from is um, high individualistic. So yeah, those in uh, I know some really great people. So but the ones that uh, don't tend to that have left the team and taking people with them too, or we just never quite aligned, um, was high economic, high individualistic, yeah. right? Because they wanted to do their own oh, thing. thing. Yeah. They right. were riding so their ship until they got their own. super collaborative. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so we tend to stay away from that. But I don't, I don't put all the weight in the disc profile or anything. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's why I'm looking for a, a mindset of abundance, yeah. right? I'm looking for somebody that has a strong desire to win yeah. and is collaborative. Like. I'm going to say something I would love your opinion to every one of my luxury agents listening. The, the one thing I hear more than anything else that almost never works. I have this guy. I have this gal. She doesn't need to work. She's married to Hoobie-Doo. They know everyone. And if they're on my team, I'm suddenly going to get all this business. I you, you Never works. Yes. Well, ever. You, you, you know, deviated from your values, right? right. Like you've gone away from what it is that you said, you know, these are the type of people that we want to hire and these are the type of people that build our culture, right? right? And you like, you've got to stay committed to that, yeah. right? You get the wrong people in, it is, it can cause some some chaos for sure. Yeah. Right? How about training? Is there, do you use uh, any software specifically? Kajabi. Um, okay. So all of our stuff is online, uh, hosted on Kajabi. Um, yeah. We do live trainings too. So uh, the way that we set up the team now is we want a very consistent, uh, training experience. Mm -hmm. uh, so any new agent, um, there's a different for experienced and new. Uh, so it's a little bit longer with a new agent, but uh, they all enter into what we call our hub team, yep. uh, which goes through the basics of being part of our team, right? So getting you signed up for the orientation pieces, but also teaching you how we view leads and how we convert and what are the benefits of the team? What are different marketing pieces? Like, what are the things you can tap into? Mm -hmm. um, and so we, they all have to be housed in this hub team for the first 90 days. And then, then they're released to um, their regional team leaders or uh, we also have teams within the team. Uh, they'll go to those team leaders as well. But we wanna just make sure like that foundation is very consistent, yeah. right? And so um, the trainings, the way they write their contracts, they understand all, all of our backend stuff. So, so I'm gonna, that's brilliant. And that's certainly what you do at 150. Yeah. I'm trying to hire my first person yeah. and train them. What do I, like, should I document what I do that works? Should I write down the scripts that I like? Yeah. Should I pull some videos from YouTube that I found to be effective? 
What do you think? You went super high level, which I was like, yeah. I'm going to let him go because yeah. this is super valuable. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, but I, okay, but I'm hiring my first person. Your first person. Um, I, you know, he's like, I'm it's so, a team inside the team and the yeah. regional and everyone's I'm, like, I'm, holy crow. You know, I'm, he's got I'm, this going on. I'm operational. So yeah. the, um, you know, where I would start with a brand new is if I'm hiring my first one, yeah. uh, you learn a lot by shadowing, right? Yeah. Like shadowing, you, come you with take, me and come let's with go, the, let's right? go. Like, yep. and then they do right yep. and then they teach right that's yep. kind of the that's a lot of our model within mm-hmm. um like inside sales world right yeah like, hey come shadow watch me i'll help you like write this contract do this right that's where i'm going to start i'm going to make sure i'm going to sit down and spend some time with them mm-hmm. um going through uh you know if they're not an experienced agent i want to make sure they understand the contract really yep. well i'll make sure they understand the mls really well but most importantly where the money is made is in the crm in yeah. the prospecting so yep. i'm like None of this matters. And it's funny, like all this, and it all comes not, back down not, to none of CRM it, and make phone calls. Yes, none of it matters. So, right. so scripting, yeah. um, text messaging campaigns, understanding how we follow up with leads and the best way to convert. Right, yeah. that's teach you how to sell. Is yeah. what I'm going to do. Yeah, right. I love it. Yeah. Okay, uh, you ready for some random questions? Uh, okay, yeah, you're I mean, like, bring it on. Okay, yeah, all right, fair. Um, I made a prediction at the summit last year. I said, or this year, I said, uh, 50% of all transactions in the next three years will have a referral fee associated to it. I would agree. How does one uh, counteract that or or secure more or play both? Like, I, how do you, like, I mean, like, what's your position on it? I guess so, I should say. So, I mean, it's there, play ball, right? For right, sure. Um, right. Some really great relationships, some really great database building here mm-hmm. right it can accelerate you building that book of business how right? many people do you have in your database uh two two hundred yeah two, okay uh, two hundred and fifty thousand buyers and sellers in arizona right correct. phoenix, phoenix but they could be they could be, they could be calgary Tucson. Alberta, yeah. canada whatever yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know gonna become yeah. a snowbird yep that's a bonkers number. One could argue you never would have to like market again if you just just did it right. Right, there. just yeah. nurture your own yeah. database, right? <laughs> okay, so 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 half of all transactions could have a referral fee associated to it. I believe that there are some egregious referral fees, and then there are like, hey, like agent agent referrals yep. all day long. Yep. And and look, egregious is you know just a word to describe when you're like, I'm not making a margin anymore. Yeah, right. It's a low margin, right? For sure. So, what do you recommend to someone as they're looking at how do I pick the right partners? You know, what are the questions I should be asking? And then on the flip side, how do I generate more non-referral business? Yeah. Um, so it's a big focus. Non-referral fee business. No, yeah. yeah. So it's a big focus for us. Like it now, the the reporting, mm-hmm. so starting this next year, yeah. right, changes. It's not just uh, team leads, right, mm-hmm. and agent generated. Mm-hmm. Now it's like team leads with referral fees, yeah. team leads without referral right. fees. And now I'm in, you know, we have to have some lead diversification to to bring back that margin that we need. Yep. Uh, lead diversification looks like, okay, we've got to we got to go we got to turn up AdWords, right? Or we've mm-hmm. got to um, social media. But you can't turn over a lead to an agent that converts at two percent. No. Right. It's it's not going to get followed up with. It's sludge. You know. It's, yeah. It, and I hate the term lead and all that, but I know. You know, from for the consumer experience, they're all clients. They're all clients, right? It's just when are you get yeah. a transaction. Was it short said? Nobody ever woke up and dreamed of being a lead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's <laughs> I'm a real estate lead. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we try to stay away from that, but uh, but in turning those things on, right, that doesn't that, that don't have referral mm-hmm. fees attached is going to be an important piece of having a, a dependable, durable business. Mm-hmm. Um, you still can build um, a great 
uh, P&L and a, and a great business with the ones with referral fees, but you got to have the other ones mixed in too. So yep. making sure you're set up with, you know, if you're bringing in leads that convert at 2%, you better have some really good AI on the top end mm -hmm. and you better have a really good inside sales team. Right. Um, Right, it's about a nurture, to or at least sure. at the minimum, By the, a great gotta, email texting strategy, yeah. which the AI, right? But it's yeah. like that automated yeah. email texting, if this, then that, yeah. if this, then that. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's go. It's in in our goal, one of our missions as a team and, and promises to our agents mm -hmm. is just better down funnel leads to them, yeah. right? By the time it hits your funnel, I want it to convert at 10, 15%, yeah. eight, you know, 12%, probably the target today. So, so best advice is you're saying, is kind of, hey, first of all, there's gonna be some of these that are great and they can help you build a tremendous amount of lead build flow. Yep. What should they be looking for if they're gonna create those relationships versus the potentially 2% lower conversion? And not all, because it could be just nurture your database, yep. start a geographic farm, yep. you know, do, hey, do open houses again. Yep. Those still work, those right? all work, like, yes. All those things. open houses, yes, right. also great. Huh. Right, and then, and also agent agent referrals. Yep. Like so much of our community is just like, literally the people that I talk to, they're like, uh, Tom, I haven't paid for coaching in like seven years. I'm like, wait, no, I. I have your credit card on file. I know you have. They're like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. They're like, I get so many or I send so many referrals that, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Coaching is free. And I'm yeah. like, got it, got it. Um, so there's that. If I wanted to go after some of these channel partners, what are the questions I should be asking myself or what should I be asking them if I want to win that business or, or do that business the right way? Yeah, I, I think um, what the channel partners are looking for right now is somebody that can scale, yeah. right? So you got to be able to, once again, it's, speak that language, yeah. right? So so know where you're at today, know where you're going, know what lead flow you can handle. But let's talk, let's break it down. You have to know like, what is your current conversion? Yeah, current conversion, right? yeah. Do you have a buyer process, yes. right? You gotta have the um, process. How sooner. fast do you, like when you get a lead, how fast do you, you respond? Speak, yeah. And what is your conversion from lead to appointment and you your mean, appointment to like to you actual contract? Be able like it's to, all that You stuff. better know your numbers and right. be able to present them. Right, because if you can't. That's what I do. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a deck that you have ready. Yeah. You have a tech stack, right? Like you, you got to be able to to know that pitch, yeah. right? When you go to them, yeah, because um, they want to work with the people that convert well, yeah, right? and and have a really good business, scalable business. Right? Yeah, I mean the days are, I mean the days are still there where you can go to Realtor.com or yeah, Zillow right. and you can buy leads, yeah. right? And they'll sell, they'll sell leads because they're like, okay, well, you know, we we got a hole there, we got you know, we have opportunities to sell. Yep. But when you're talking about the bigger opportunities, the, whether it's, I mean, it could be a mortgage company, it could be a portal, it could be any one of these. The only thing they care about is conversion. Correct. So so what are the numbers they should track? Um, so conversion, so top of funnel, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously you need to know how many leads come in, how yep. many appointments set, mm -hmm. how many agreements did you sign from those, yep. right? So whether it's um, buy side, we look at that as like offers written, yep. right? Because yep. we don't push for buyer broker agreements. Yep. Um, listing agreements, obviously, is the yep. other side of it. And then conversion to under contract and close. Those are um, the biggest ones that you need to be tracking in your business. Um, Regardless, by the way, if you ever want any of these partners, the, you should anything, just know those. Yeah, yeah. Any, and so those are the key factors that we're- And that, should you know them by source? Oh, you have to know them by source. Why? Because you're not going to know your ROI unless you know them by source, yeah. right? You're not yeah. going to know which ones to turn up, which ones to turn down, which one and where yeah. you need to spend your time and energy, right? Yeah. So if you're not tracking by cohort, if you're not tracking by source, like you are, um, you're behind, right? Yeah. So. All right. So that was my first random question. Here's my okay. second random question. Um, AI, Asia, automation. Right, yes. the three A's that that seem to be the thing that could democratize real estate in the future, 
right? Asia meaning outsourcing is you're wondering, I don't think like China's coming to get us, right? Just <laughs> clear. Thanks for the clarity. Right? Yes. You know, just aut automation, Asia, all things, you know, automation, yeah. right? Yeah. VAs, yada, yada. Um, so what do you think is the future of real estate the next five to seven years? What What do you think happens? You know, I get that question a lot. I know. Um, where uh, the industry, the human element of the industry is always going to exist, in my opinion. And mm -hmm. I'm not just saying that because I run a, a team and I'm of in humans. this business of humans, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. I like yeah. in this trend, in the a real estate transaction and moving, it's an intimate and human relationship that's going to to allow to get across the finish line, yeah. right? There are things that you can do within your business. Um, there's things that are gonna get automated. Don't get me like things are going to change mm -hmm. no matter what. Yeah. What you have to continue to do is make sure like, so the reason agents have the authority right now is because we create a good experience and we're there, we're walking them through it. We have to continue to differentiate our product, right? right? We have to continue to build on our product. It's not just great experience. I show up, I know what I'm doing, I'm a professional. We have to be able to offer um, cash offers, right? Like you have to be able to have these things in your arsenal mm -hmm. to be able to continue to capture. And when I say like product differentiation, you gotta have a buy sell. Option. Really, you're talking. I'm talking. So, you're talking solution. Solutions. Like I can solutions provide different. these different solutions, solutions for you, for right? You, right. Yeah. Like I, I have a buy sell option in my quiver, right? Yeah. I have um, incentives yeah. where if you work with my lender, right? Mm -hmm. I have incentives if there's a title attachment. Yeah. Um, we can incentivize. We can offer legally, solutions. Legally, for friendly, so, all yes, legal. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. Um, Someone's got to say what? Yeah. Sorry about we, that. Yeah. Come on. No, but we know. We know. Yeah. You know. Disclaimer. Right. Um that we can set that, right. that we have those those right. tools in our in our quiver right. to be able hey, to- quick close, lease yeah. back, right? Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's yeah. everything that an agent needs today. Yeah. But but the point is like, as you, you mentioned, it's arrows in the quiver. Like yeah. a lot of people know about it, but I don't think they're showing up fully pr well, like present to so like, that could be the solution I need for this client. We don't know how to pitch it yet. Right. And you may not have the solution for it yet, but yeah. you're going to need it yeah. at some point, right? And so that's the key, we're in this, um, retrain of the industry right mm -hmm. of retraining what our pitch is right um and what our value what our value really is. is yes yeah. exactly and so i think of it like um you know when mls went online or short sales or you right. know like all these things yep. that we had to yep. adapt and figure out again this is where it's at yeah it is a fundamental retrain of the industry right yep. and that's what we're trying to get to our agents to understand what the value prop is and why it's different today yeah that's big yeah that's big I could ask you 7,000 more questions, but I know you have to get okay. on an airplane. <laughs> I can sit here all day. <laughs> I know, man. Dude, I appreciate you, you so too, much. Man. I just love the way you the way you think, yep. right? You know, we get to work together, so I, yep. you know, I get to get into his head a lot and and do my best to contribute and connect and, you know, keep moving forward, but dude, you are one impressive beast. Well, I appreciate it, man. It's all the great coaching over the years. So Dude, thank you're, you. You're kind. I'm going to like yeah. pay him a thousand dollars for that. All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, George, if they want to follow you, Instagram or connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach yeah, out to Instagram, you? Yeah, uh, Instagram, George Lawton. Um, you can tag. So LawtonTeam.com, also a good place to go. Yeah. Um, just hit me up online, guys. Love so. it, man. All right. All right, man. I appreciate you and I appreciate you. Thank you so much for watching, listening. Leave a comment. Absolutely leave a like, whatever you want to do. We love you. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Thanks. We'll see you guys next yeah. week. Between now and 2025, all the great economists are saying the housing industry is going to continue to boom. So the question is, what are you building? This is the essence of my Blueprint event, where I ask you 
to take a few days away from your business and dream about the type of business you ultimately want to build. So to make your reservation, go to tomferry.com forward slash blueprint. I look forward to seeing you at the event.